interesting because that totally sounds like something my parents would have made me and my stepbrother do, but that, it doesn't ring a bell. No, I think that's just something I heard like watching TV shows growing up. Yeah, that there was yeah like this like this altruistic thing. Yeah, but they were doing it for money. They weren't doing it to be good kids. Oh yeah, it wasn't like a. Oh, I guess that's a good point. Yeah, it wasn't like a community service thing. No, it's like, hey, you need your driveway shoveled? Give me ten bucks. Oh yeah, or like you know, because it's safer than cutting a lawn. You know, cutting a lawn, there's a machinery <laughs> element to it. Yeah, I mean, unless you pull out the snowblower, but uh, that's a whole nother. <laughs> yeah, you don't see many, uh, many like nine-year-old kids. kids going down the street <laughs> Just, with a snowblower, offering to yeah. uh, to blow people's lawns. <laughs> or sorry, driveways. Sorry. Yeah, It'd be a good business, Tom. Maybe. I remember an old, um, it was an old, uh, home, either home hardware or crappy tire commercial. One of the two, (laughs) but, but Canadian based and the commercial was pumping or like promoting, uh, a new lawnmower that had like many different modes, you know, like you, it had, it had a bag that was, you know, easily detachable and retachable and then. It had, uh, you know, you could mulch. There was the spray option. Like, all the, like, you know, it was, and then it was just, like, lightweight, convenient or whatever. And yeah. that was the promo was the kid. It's promo. That was, it was the kid <laughs> going around from house to house, and then each house wanted, you know, oh, I'll mulch. Or, you know, the, the not, you know, or, like, the, well, they wanted all the various modes, and one lawn was a little bit bumpier, so he easily adjusted the or like she was like and the one yeah, yeah. or one person the was like four-wheel drive mode. exactly one person was like oh it's three <laughs> inches and then they easily raised the wheels mm-hmm. uh yeah <laughs> something in this vein yeah going door to door would have been a great business yeah like if you I mean, if you're uh, good though see that's the thing i don't think i became good at cutting lawns until i was probably 15 or 16 and by that point you have another job yeah, I remember uh, last summer I did it for my uncle while he was away. He's got a real one of those new steel uh, electric mowers. It's Very, so much better and easier. Yeah, and probably Just a lot like quieter. The battery. What's that? Probably a lot quieter too. Yeah, and then yeah, lighter and just the removable bag, removable battery, easy peasy done. It was nice. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and that that's sort of like yeah the tech upgrade there but yeah if your 10 year old kid is good at cutting lawns so that's the thing you try you try this 10 year old once because he's cute you give him 20 bucks and then he mangles up your lawn you're never gonna yeah, go back fuck. to him <laughs> yeah you're never gonna want to use his services so i get it i can compl- i completely get it why yeah. these kids aren't doing this anymore because yeah adult standards are just too high yeah and i guess you know people i guess i don't know some people might worry about kids messing around with those lawnmowers exactly exactly like a like a like it's like a war amps ad waiting to happen <laughs> yeah dumb kid is like i got in a fight with the mower and lost now i have no arm <laughs> i got in a fight <laughs> he was saying something about my mama <laughs> yeah and i said uh, yeah, not yeah. my mama oh hell no but Mike, all of this is all of this, uh, you know. Yeah, what, whether we're cutting a lawn, all uh, or or um, shoveling a driveway, all of this is to say winter is coming. 
here on the <laughs> podcast, at least. Of course, we're talking to Super Brothers Wrestling Podcast, the only wrestling podcast online, hosted by myself, Cameron Osborne. Mike Sue Shepard, he's sitting right over there. <laughs> he is cold as all hell, baby, because when I think of a frigid temperature, nothing co comes more to mind than Texas, the great Lone Star <laughs> State, the coldest state that there is, I've heard. Uh, we're here on episode 209. We've got a great show coming up for you. Winter is coming over on TNT. Uh, of course, we have the Deadline pay-per-view over on NXT. That was this That's past right. weekend premium live event. Of course, I think is hey, WWE is still they're the only ones calling it a premium live event. I don't think any other wrestling company out there. Um, yeah. Well, I guess that's because you can't actually order them individually anymore. You just subscribe. And it's just part of what you have, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we got all of those uh, great stuff. Um, of course, the rest, rest of our weekly wrestling action. But let's kick it off by crowning a brand new Tweet of the Week champion. It's the Tweet of the Week. It's the Tweet of the Week. <laughs> oh, yeah. Brand new uh, two-time Tweet of the Week champion now. Hey. Um, you you may know him as Ice Cube's son, but of course the records know him as O'Shea Jackson Jr. Of course, the man uh, famously played his father in the NWA movie. Uh, straight out of Compton. Straight out of straight out of Compton, exactly. Um, you know, or or uh, Stone Cold Shea Jackson, as he is known <laughs> on 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 Twitter. His Twitter photo is him. Have you ever seen that photo of like Michael Jordan? Like he has like the championship around him, and he's wearing like the big ski goggles because you know everyone's like throwing around the the balls of champagne and stuff. Have you ever seen that? And he's like yeah. sitting and looking very pensive. Picture the exact same photo, but he's got a WWE title and a Kobe Bryant jersey. <laughs> 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 this, uh, but he responded to a report uh, coming up from Bleacher Report with the yellow check mark. I don't know if you're keeping up on. I don't know what the yellow check mark means. Um. I have no idea. Nah, neither do I, but uh, of course, Bleach Report Wrestling said that WWE discussed The Rock Roy winning the Royal Rumble, mm -hmm. uh, just setting up a match at Mania, taking on Roman Reigns, and this is per Meltzer. You know, that's what uh, Dave Meltzer had to say, and that's when uh, Stone Cold Shay Jackson said, you know, I miss surprises. I miss not being able to go on the <laughs> internet to find out everything before it happens. That real-life shock that you felt as a kid, LMFAO. Rock the beat, rock the show. Uh, oh, Shade Jackson Jr., now brand now, now brand new two-time three champion. It's uh, <laughs> you know, I guess that's what that's that's what's going to happen, right? Unfortunately, the internet is this terrible place where anything can happen. Um, you know, it's kind of like that. You know, that day. Uh, you know, if the day after Dynamite or something, or. Even when a pay-per-view yeah. is happening, you have to consciously, okay, I'm, I can't go on, I can't talk yeah, to my friends, I can't, I mean, I can't uh, do the thing or whatever. Yeah, I mean, if you don't subscribe to any, like, wrestling Twitters or it social pops up. I'm sure It pops still. up, though. See, I only saw that tweet because it knows that I do, that, that I enjoy wrestling. That's the only way. I follow, <laughs> I follow nothing wrestling related. Uh, yeah, I follow know. like, th but exactly, but they know. And O'Shea Jackson Jr. is on to something brand new. Two-time Queenie Champion joining Dwayne the Rock Johnson, uh, the aforementioned part of the um, part of the tweet. There you go. I mean, uh, but still, once in a while they do still surprise us, and that almost makes it even more special because it's like, damn, 
How did that not leak? Every once in a while, something happens. I mean, the Cody stuff didn't <laughs> leak officially. It was all like everybody saying, "Like, it's don't worry, guys, it's gonna happen." But you're like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. Well, I, was, I think uh, Becky Lynch at SummerSlam a year ago. I think I feel like that was never leaked. That was a big pot. That was Banks. a big. I think Bailey's <laughs> return also. Yeah, the, the debut of Damage Control. Um, yeah, yeah, that at, at this year, at this yeah. past year, SummerSlam. Yeah, those were some big moments that uh, you know truly caught us by surprise. I think. Yeah, so it still happens, but uh, yeah, I get what he's saying. Like it's, yeah, no one will be surprised if The Rock shows up and wins. But, um, uh, I mean, some people uh, that also gives you time to prepare for it if you were hoping for someone else to mentally movies. prepare. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a weird. Yeah. It's gonna be a weird uh, kind of time coming down the stretch here. I think you know it's, it's gonna be great, but it's gonna be real different. I think kind of come from uh, you know pretty much from the rumble to uh mania it's gonna be a weird little stretch i think with yeah the rocks potential cody's return of course charlotte's all up in the air uh like coming down the stretch here yeah yeah give me some good stuff yeah the bloodline Sami Zayn. we all know sooner or later he's gonna get the boot but we'll find out yeah that's exactly it uh yeah of course and we're looking forward to it of course starting the new year through april some of the best times um in professional wrestling so let's move on uh let's move ourselves into we had mentioned before the premium live event but i i still call it a pay-per-view so let's bring you to uh some nxt deadline deadline a brand new name Right? Uh, it sort of seems like at this point, I bet WWE has trademarked all like the two syllable things. <laughs> like roadblock, deadline, uh, you know, that, that, yeah. that, in, that, in that kind of vein. <laughs> but we're here on yeah. uh, we're here at the Capital Wrestling Center to bring you, uh, I guess the match. So the match kicks off with the, the, the women's Iron Survivor Challenge. Uh, watched by I still I, st- I still don't get it honestly this 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 might as well have been a fucking Punjabi prison match to me I I they explained it to me so much I still don't I still don't really get it <laughs> <laughs> I thought once it actually went down it once was pretty, it starts pretty... moving and there was a scoreboard at the bo- if there was no scoreboard I would have been fucked <laughs> <laughs> yeah I like how they kept it there, there the was whole a ticker time, but... there was a ticker um, at uh, the bottom so so this one is uh, so yeah the women's uh, match we had Cora Jade Zoe Stark Indy Hartwell Kiana James and Roxana Perez Roxanne Perez sorry <laughs> yeah so uh, you start off with two Roxanne and Zoe going at it. Uh, every five minutes, someone else comes until, yeah, until we get them all out. And then there's 25 minutes total. And if you get pinned, you go to the penalty box for 90 seconds. So those are the rules. So, uh, yeah, Roxanne and Zoe starting off, uh, having a good back and forth. And then five minutes pass by. Kiana James comes out. Uh, Zoe goes on a bit of roll. She hits Roxy with the GTH, gets the first fall of the match. So Roxanne has to go to the penalty box. Uh, and then we hit the 10 minute mark Cora Jade comes out and she's fresh so uh, she goes on a roll and then Roxy comes out of the box goes right after her but Cora ends up rolling up Kiana James gets a 3 so Cora Jade Zoe both tied at 1 and then finally the last member Indy Hartwell comes out so we've got everyone in the match with 10 minutes on the clock so uh, kind of advantages for both you come in late you're fresh but you're a bit behind yeah but you don't have Uh, the time you gotta make up the time to score yeah, but uh, lucky for Indy, she's only down by one point. So uh, 
She gets right in it. The crowd's pumped. They're chanting indie wrestling. Uh, she hits Roxanne with a big boot to the face, gets a pinfall. So she's got her first point. Uh, and then outside the ring, Kiana James showing some skills as uh, she hits a nice moonsault off the barricade to Zoe. Got a nice pop there. And then back in the ring, Zoe goes for a GTH on Roxanne, but she counters into a pin and gets the one, two, three. So we got a four-way tie at one point apiece. Kiana James still has zero. Uh, under five minutes left now, so everyone's kicking it up a gear. A bunch of big dives to the floor. Uh, Zoe hits a big cross body. Uh, looked like she almost landed on Cora's head. She was checking on her after, but everyone's okay. The crowd's hot. They're chanting NXT. Uh... Cora gets back in the ring, only to be hit by the Pop Rocks. That gives Roxanne another fall. Puts her in the lead with two points. Cora's got to go to the penalty box for 90 seconds, and there's only two minutes left. So this is where the penalty box really comes into play. Yes, two, uh, exact two-minute penalty. <laughs> <laughs> two minutes for roughing. Uh, so, yeah, we're running out of time. Everyone's scrambling, trying to get another fall. Kiana James hits a nice Spanish fly off the top rope. Uh... Onto Zoe Starks, right when Cora Jade gets out of the box, she runs in, knocks Kiana away, goes to steal the pin, but Zoe kicks out. And that was her last shot. The clock ticks down, the match ends. Roxanne Perez with two points wins the match, earns herself a woman's title shot. <coughs> It Big was, win. yeah, a b biggest win of her career, probably, and in this way, I think because there's this the point system and so many people, I think maybe that's where I get caught up. Uh, you know, like in a classic two out of three falls, I know it's gonna happen. <laughs> One's gonna go on away, and it's gonna come down to that third. But I did like, uh, like you said, as the match went on, there was this moment. Yeah, there was they were f four four of them tied at one, so it never really felt like. You know, I was thinking to myself, oh shit, if one person has five and the other guy has nothing that like that guy just essentially jobbed out <laughs> for their thing or whatever uh yeah. you know it's because there's so many people yeah a lot of bodies a lot of things to keep track of uh but you know i think for the very first time ever doing something it uh it worked yeah i think it was success you know kind of now that nxt is kind of handed war games off to the main roster they're looking for a new they need their match. own thing yeah <laughs> so yeah this was fun roxanne uh big win uh, Booker T, he trained her, so he was like crying. He was. He so was. I didn't know. Like, I didn't ah. know that, and I so I wasn't quite sure what was happening right there. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh my girl. Because it's kind of a mix of like, like, I don't think Booker T's good on commentary, and that he's just like refraining away from the microphone. Uh, yeah, a little bit of the both. Yeah, he had to. He basically turned away from the camera to hide his tears. He was crying. He but, did uh, hide away from the camera. Yeah, but fun match. I thought Kiana James had her. One of her best showings in NXT. She's she's growing. I like it. But. Yeah, I mean they're all coming together. I think I, uh, I think I was hoping for Indy Hartwell on this one, but uh, you know, just add it to the yeah. list of laments. <laughs> Either way, though, yeah, exciting match. I'm sure this will probably become a yearly tradition. Um, yeah, it's really fun coming down to the last minute there when everyone's desperate to get a point. Yeah, well, that exactly, and I, that's what I was thinking. You know, everyone's in that close-ish to each other. That's when it's going to be fun. Yeah, so we'll get another one of those later on. But uh, next match, we got Alba Fire versus Isla Dawn. Uh, this is really my first taste of Isla. I never watched her in NXT UK, but uh, 
Yeah, she's she's experienced. She's always, she knows what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Her and Alba got those similar British styles and just a hard hitting match. Uh Isla not afraid to cheat. She removes the turnbuckle pad, exposes the steel ring. Uh and then she was hitting some big moves like a top rope meteora. And then Alba hits a big senton to the floor and then a gory bomb on the floor. Uh her finisher. And then she rolls Isla Dawn back in the ring, but she kicks out. The referee walks over to check on Isla. And then she like grabs him by the leg and I don't know what happened. She she jabbed him or she cursed him because uh, Alba hits a swanton bomb, makes the pin, but then the referee just collapses and he's he's spitting up this black liquid. It, like when it, Randy Orton got it, cursed. Yeah, or it was it was black mist, but through your mouth. <laughs> but it was like, how did he? She like touched his leg and then he just started spewing up this black shit. I don't know what what that what the deal was. Unless it was a unless it was a shoot, <laughs> yeah, he was actually like, have we checked? Yeah, have we checked on this ref? Maybe like he actually uh, like vomited bile or something like that. Yeah, it was weird. But uh, so the ref's out. Another one comes out to check on the uh, fallen official, and that's when Isla tosses Alba into that exposed turnbuckle from earlier, and then she hits her inverted DDT, gets the pinfall. So Isla Dawn wins. And uh, maybe Alba Fire is ready to move up. Um, probably, I guess. Uh, I mean, I guess that yeah. There's a lot now that we've inherited, uh, you know, that chunk of the NXT UK people. Uh, yeah, who are already experienced for years and years and years before you know this this version of NXT. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, what was her, what was her of... name before? Because we've seen her before, correct? Yeah, she's been here a while. She was Kaylee Ray. Kaylee Ray, and, God, but there's. And then, who's the woman yeah. that her name sounds like Kaylee Ray, but it wasn't? But it was like super close to that. Kylie Ray. Was it Ka- literally Kylie Ray? I think so. Smiley Kylie. Something like okay, okay, yeah, maybe I, yeah. I was getting some names yeah. confused, but yeah, Kaylee no, Ray. Previously experienced, uh, you know, she could move on. Um, I wonder why they changed her name though when she came over. I don't know. Maybe yeah. it was they just new trademarks. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, Bizarre. <clears throat> on to the next match. You got Pretty Deadly defending those NXT tag titles against the New Day, who the crowd is very pumped to see. They're chanting New Day rocks. They're singing their little New Day stuff. and uh, But Pretty Deadly's got some supporters as well. You know, mm-hmm. they've been putting in some good work and fun match here fast paced uh some comedy at one point we got a little twerk off between kofi and one of pretty deadly the crowd was losing their minds over this twerk yeah big, big, big e booked that <laughs> booked that booked this match <laughs> yeah he was definitely there in spirit uh but yeah kofi hits a nice big tope can hear up to the floor the crowd's just loving everything the new day does uh, and then another great spot when pretty deadly get in the ring with the title belt, they go to do the old Eddie Guerrero, toss the belt at your opponent, fall down, make it look like you hit them. Uh, so he tosses it to Xavier, but then Xavier tosses it back and falls down, and then Pretty Deadly tosses it to each other. They fall down, toss it to Kofi, he falls down. <laughs> so this, everyone's this, down at This once. might have been a spot of the year. <laughs> this uh, was hilarious. <laughs> this, and it, it was just like one, you thought they were going to stop, and then they did it one more time. Yeah. And you thought they were going to stop, and they did it one more time. <laughs> 
And the ref turns around. Everyone's on the floor. He's like, what the fuck? So uh, he grabs the belt. And while he's busy taking it away, pretty deadly, used the second tag title. Hit Kofi in the head. Make the cover. Uh, but we get a kick out there. So pretty deadly. Go for spilt milk. But Kofi trips him up. Gets in the ring. Uh, him and Woods hit the midnight hour. And that gives him the win. New day. New NXT Tag Champions. Big win. Now officially triple crowned, I guess, within WWE. That's right. Triple crown champs. Uh, Booker T was being a little bitch. He's like, I don't like this. I don't like this. Hell no. Hell no. And it uh, turns out the reason was because with this win, Kofi passes Booker T for most tag title reigns in WWE history. Is that so? Who was... Uh, yeah. Who was uh, um, Booker T's tag partner for all those years? Well, he won 10 in WCW with Stevie Ray as Harlem Heat. Oh, okay. And yeah, then, yeah. And then the other four were just like a couple different. Goldust was one of them, a couple of the randoms. Random motherfuckers. Okay, so it's yeah. not like, okay, well, you, you should still be supportive of that. I don't like that. I know. I didn't Booker, like we said earlier, he's a bit of a bitch so on the commentary. <laughs> yeah, I just don't think he's good. I, Come wonder on, why boy. He, I wonder why he got the call. You know, when when the, kind of the change of guard happened, I wonder why they were like, you know who we need on commentary, Booker T. Like, I, it's odd <laughs> how he's, I guess he's the fir- top of their list of pr- previous yeah, company guess. guys who want to do commentary. <laughs> yeah, and he did Raw or SmackDown for a bit, so I guess they wanted someone with experience, but uh, I don't know. Okay. Whatever. Uh, doesn't matter. This match was just a ton of fun. Just, yeah, perfect integration of comedy and wrestling. And uh, the crowds all sing in New Day Rocks. And, uh, yeah, hopefully fun little rain. Probably won't be too long. Maybe a month or two. And then they can put over a younger team here in NXT. But Well, I mean, there there is an abundance of tag teams on the main roster. So just getting one out of the way uh, it might be enough, you know, to really clear some room down there, up there, over there. Yeah, and I mean, they're still part of SmackDown, so we could see those belts appear, like uh, like the North American title did for that one week that, that Solo that, had. That it. one week. Yeah, so <laughs> we'll see, but uh, let's move right on, because it's time for the Men's Iron Survivor Challenge. Uh, we start off with, um, yeah, I won't, I won't list them all. I'll tell you them as they come out, because we start off with Axiom and JD McDonough. Going at it. Uh, early on, Axiom goes for a suicide dive and he like overshoots, nearly lands right on his head. So he's coming out <laughs> a little too hot. Too but, hot uh, right off the bat. I thought the same thing. Yeah, he was fine though. Uh, they duke it out. Five minutes later, Carmelo Hayes comes in and uh, yeah, he's just high flying, doing some nice cruiserweight moves. Uh, cool spot where uh, Axiom clotheslines Melo as JD hits a DDT. So it was like a big triple man maneuver i don't know uh yeah and then carmelo hits this it was like a suplex into a cutter uh and then he pins axiom gets the first fall of the match easy enough just like that soon after grayson waller uh enters the match comes in hot uh real hot he just dives right into the ring hits the rolling stunner on both axiom and jd at the same time Pins Axiom, gets the one, two, three, and then right after pins Waller. So he's got two points just like that. Boom. Yeah, poor Axiom. Just got out of the box. He's going right back to the penalty box. <laughs> but uh, I guess him and JD in there at the same time. They start fighting. They're slamming each other into the walls. Uh, 
Uh, it's basically like like an elimination chamber pod. It had like that plastic plexi. Yeah, it's that um, yeah plexiglass <laughs> kind of thing, drum shield type of uh, yeah <laughs> stuff. Yeah, so they're slamming around in there. Uh, eventually, they get back in the ring. Axiom counters a TKO attempt from Waller into a Hurricane Rana, gets the three. So Axiom's got his first point. Uh, and then Axiom hits this wicked Canadian destroyer onto JD McDonough, and then a big leaping super kick gets him another pinfall. So Axiom and Waller both in the lead with two points. Uh, and then the final entrant, Joe Gacy, he comes out. Comes out swinging, gets Axiom in an arm bar, forces him to tap out, so Gacy's on the board. And a bit later, Gacy hits Mello with the upside down, scores another fall. So, uh, yeah, he's got two now, and guys are just coming and going outside out of the penalty box and fighting each other on the way. Uh, Axiom, his time in the box runs out. JD blocks the door shut so he can't escape, so he just climbs up and out. The roof was kind of an open open ceiling, uh, so he could just climb out the top and jumps off or, uh, yeah, hits a big moonsault off the top of the box to the floor. Crowd chanted, holy shit. <clears throat> uh, and then back in the ring, Carmelo uh, gets Waller in a crossface. He taps out, so now we got a four-way tie at two points. J.D. McDonough sitting at zero, so he's got some catching up to do, <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, he just starts going after everyone, but um, he gets hit with like a quadruple super kick to the head. And then we're finally down to the last minute here. Carmelo hits Axiom with a nothing but net leg drop, but Grayson Waller yanks Carmelo out of the ring, steals the pin. So Grayson Waller's got the lead now with three points, only 30 seconds left. Axiom is screwed. He has to go to the box, so he's he's got no chance now. Uh and then, yeah, Grayson Waller just spends the last 30 seconds just kind of dragging everyone out of the ring and running around, so he can't get pinned, and he runs out the clock. Grayson Waller getting the win with three points. Yeah, big three points. In yeah. in another, I guess, win. Like, uh, you know, this, you know, if, if we want... So we had the men's and the women's side, uh, similar to a war games or, a, like, a, an important annual event. Really, I think that's what... That's really what it is, right? Yeah. We, and, uh, we want to keep this. You know, I think we need what, what I think both matches could have used maybe a few more big spots. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they could always. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's no rules. They could have used a table or a ladder or anything. And, but, and uh, some of these more traditional or, you know, some of these things that fans look forward to are often defined by those bigger spots. I would have liked. Yeah, like you said, there was no, no rules about weapon. I guess nobody ever said no DQ. That 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 never said. Uh, so maybe you know maybe. Or maybe they actually. I think they did mention that DQs are still in effect, but there are no countouts. I think they mentioned, but it never came into play. So. But it never came into play, so I guess it never really um, you know played with that or whatever. But you know, yeah, I guess you could have a tables, ladders, and chairs iron iron survivor match. <laughs> Yeah, that could be fun. I mean, they uh, they got rid of the TLC pay per view on the main roster, so we could, uh, yeah, why not? Why yes, not some kind of. Like, I don't want to say more because I mean, I guess there's a championship opportunity, and I'm sure eventually this could be used for the actual world championship itself instead of just an opportunity. I think even that, like one of the fun parts about the chamber, is that 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 you know the, so between when you're when you were released and the fact that somebody does come out the winner, you know. It can be somebody like Bray Wyatt who, you know, just fucking ended up winning 
or you know, or Daniel Bryan, Kofi Kingston. You know, there's so many I think options for something like that. Yeah, no, they could definitely do this match for the title itself and it would work just as well i think so exactly yeah, yeah if, if nothing you know you have that champion you know they're down one with a little bit of time to go yeah could lead to some excitement and uh yeah i don't know if they ever clarify but if t people are tied when the time runs out does it go to like sudden death with just those two or something like that now they never did clarify that again yeah a little a little caveat that we could book some there's something a little bit different yeah, but for a first time, uh, yeah, both of them were pretty fun. Yeah, uh, yeah I like it all. I'll watch again next year. <laughs> but uh, on to the main event. You got Braun Breaker defending that NXT title against Apollo Crews. And, of course, it's a premium live event, so Breaker's got to do a special entrance. Uh, this time just kind of had like a little screen, uh, projection screen showing all the people he's beaten during his reign and then he just kind of tears through it nothing too crazy but uh yeah then we get our match solid bout the crowd was all barking in support of braun and mm -hmm. yeah just a good uh traditional style match here uh braun breaker hits a big topic and hero to the floor showing that great athleticism for the big man and uh yeah, a bit later, Braun jumps off the top rope. Apollo catches him midair with a big stiff knee. This knee looks so good, the crowd chanted, holy shit, at that. So, Never seen a holy shit yeah. for a knee. <laughs> yeah, great timing by Apollo on that one. Uh, and then Cruz goes on a bit of a roll, gets a couple near falls, but the crowd's booing him. Braun's there, boy. Uh, Apollo even steals Braun's finisher at one point. He hits the big press power slam, but... Breaker kicks out, and uh, a bit later, he counters Cruz, hits the spear, and that gives Braun the win, retains the belt. Yeah, I think where this one fell flat was that the Iron Survivor Challenge was way better. Yeah, I think they could have right? had the men's and, match main event, or and, either in the women's. But. And I'm sure we've seen this before, but, um, you know, where the champion, because they are the champion, they get that main event slot, but the matches before the ones that you really cared about, you know, it would be like, and I'm sure this has happened, but it'd be like putting a match after the men's rumble or the Which women's rumble. Like, they have would, done and it was terrible. Exactly. Right. Just because like the crowd, it <laughs> gets so hot for like this, you know, this exciting moment. And then yeah. like, oh, now we kind of have to watch this guy for like 10, 15 minutes or something. So, uh, yeah. understandably, yeah. I think if anything else, that's why it felt like it was flat just because yeah. comparatively speaking yeah no i i feel you uh yeah the match was fine but not it was yeah not even not maybe the third best match on the show if if that actually probably the worst match on the show the possibly match, see yeah so who knows yeah unfortunate placement but uh overall pretty fun pay-per-view short and sweet only two and a half hours shorter than an episode of raw for this. <laughs> that's great yeah that's great yeah, and uh, apparently, plans change, obviously, but at the end of the show, Shawn Michaels did a little press conference, and he said that both uh, Grayson Waller and Roxanne Perez will get their respective title shots at New Year's Evil. 
but uh, we'll, so that might not be the case. But New Year's we'll, Evil. We'll I guess we'll have to see. Well, I guess we'll have to wait till we get there. But that was our premium live event. Let's cruise on over. Uh, what about SmackDown? Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It uh, used to be on Tuesday, but then uh, I think it was on Friday before, though. No, no, wait. They used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown. It was, I guess, it, you know, it was, it was the day before, or whatever yeah. the case is. But uh, you know, we we we, we got to get there eventually. How else are we gonna yeah, get, we'll there? get there? <laughs> so we start off with the undisputed tag titles on the line: Usos versus Sheamus and Butch. It was supposed to be Drew McIntyre, but uh, apparently he's injured. Apparently he got a ruptured eardrum as well in that War Games match. Okay, then something else must have happened. There must have been like a bug, <laughs> like like well, a, I think a the fly or I don't know. I think the Owens on Rowan I think has happened, but we don't know what the deal was with Drew. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, match was match was good though. Uh, of course, you had Sammy and Solo on the outside causing trouble, and the Brutes only have Rich Holland in their corner, so. Numbers disadvantage there. Uh, but yeah, so good match. Uh, Sheamus, uh, Sheamus hits a big razor's edge, throws Uso right into a neckbreaker from Butch. Uh, but Jay breaks up the pin, and then outside the ring, Solo, Sokoa, Ridge Holland start fighting. Solo hits him with the spinning solo over the barricade to the timekeeper's area. Back in the ring, Sheamus goes for Brogue Kick. But Solo counters with a super kick. Uh, Butch tags in, but he gets hit with the 1D, so the Usos get the win. Retain in a hard-fought match. Retain for the, like, 1,000th time or something. However many times they've retained uh, now at this point. How many mm-hmm. successful title defenses do you think? I think, they have, I think they'd have more than Roman. Yeah, more than Roman. Uh, across the two belts. I don't know. They probably... I don't know. Well, since uh, well, 15, since uh, 20? S- since uh, since they since April, it's been both, right? Yeah, like it's both been the both, same time. right? They're all always at the same time. Never. I I, mean, I am curious to see between these belts and the uh, the main you know Roman Reigns' championships, how which one will be the first to get split up, and how will it get split up? I think is very. Um, Interesting, but Sheamus, man, and of course, so you know, we we're, we have two more weeks left to go in terms of shooty uh, um, qualifiers, right? And yeah. Sheamus, on a weekly basis, makes his case for wrestler of the year, for male wrestler of the year. Like he truly does. Uh, the fact that this guy is probably like forty-two. And he's like six something, two hundred and some odd pounds, uh, and he's still he's out here fucking just you know, and and and, and possibly possibly one of the, the maybe the best year of his career, even though there's been yeah. no like actual winning per se or like <laughs> larger victories like truly uh, in ring wise, performance wise, incredible. Yeah, no, I definitely think he's in the running for a couple awards. I think we've got uh, maybe a couple new categories as well. We haven't announced yet, so we'll see. Uh, oh, I think we can announce it, right? <laughs> I mean, sure. We, yeah. we can announce. I think. Uh, well, I think. Uh, I think comeback of the year was uh, was was a suggested category. Uh, yeah, comeback. Well, um, 
Sorry, what did they? Yeah, Combat Redemption of the Year. Redem Redemption of the Year. That's what we called it. Redemption of the Year. Yeah. 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 Um, exactly. Yeah. Just c cementing himself into all sorts of uh, of categories. Definitely. <clears throat> uh, then between matches, they announced John Cena making his return to SmackDown on December 30th. Uh, possibly announced some entering the Royal Rumble. He's got to be here to do something, right? Why else would he show up, right? He has better stuff to do. <laughs> yeah, he's got movies to make. <laughs> uh, L.A. Knight comes out for a promo. He demands justice for these blindside attacks from Bray Wyatt. And uh, he replaced some of the footage and just kind of pauses, zooms in on the, the Captain Howdy mask in the background. He's like, what's that, huh? And then uh, the, the real Captain Howdy kind of interrupts and... Uh, yeah, just spooky stuff on the screen. So LA's like, nobody gonna do anything about this. I will, and he leaves. And uh, I think later he gets assaulted in the dressing room by the mask. All we see is the mask. All we see is the mask. Yeah, we haven't actually seen not, not much progression. This happened back in October. We got yeah. this uh, Bray Wyatt's return. I think maybe I thought there'd be a little more action before you know a little more than right now, but. Little less conversation. Little less conversation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, maybe they're going to keep delaying this till the Rumble, but uh, yeah, we need to see we need to see him fight soon, and we need to see this Captain Howdy in person. Yeah, give me something. Whether... Give me something, Hunter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Legato del Fantasma took on the Viking Raiders. Uh, match was going fine, and then B Fab comes out. She's got a chair. She sits down on the ramp, and the rest of Hit row show up uh, at ringside, attack both teams with chairs. So we just throw this match out. Hit row, just beat everyone up, stand tall. Yeah, it sucks. I hate no contests. Yeah, they're still kind of uh, hit row is not really hitting yet. They're still, I don't know. Well, yeah, I think well, I think as soon as they or they had a couple little things, and we said to ourselves like, this is why they needed Swerve. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's no uh, yeah, yeah. They need that veteran to kind of carry the group a bit. Yeah, but, a, a little bit underwhelming uh, as right now, but you know everything can change. You know, people evolve. Yeah. Uh, Kurt Angle's here backstage with Gable Stevenson, fellow Olympian, and uh, we don't like him yeah. though, right? We like really yeah. don't like him. Yeah. Uh, okay. But Angles, it's Kurt Angle's birthday, and uh, his uh, illegitimate son, Jason Jordan's here, shows up, gives dad a big hug. So nice to see that callback to that. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't seen that in a little while. Yeah. Uh, Ricochet Gunther come out for Intercontinental title contract signing. And uh, I believe that Imperium had some new theme music. Kind of had like this big choir singing in the background, like Imperium. Or something. Okay, I don't know. You, it was cool. you're always better at catching those things. Maybe I just didn't quite get it. Yeah, it was cool. It was better than whatever generic thing they had. Right after they replaced uh, whatever that classical song was, but uh, Ride of the, uh, Ride of the Valkyries. No, it was a uh, New World Symphony. By I forget his name. It was by uh, someone. One of those. Bach? I don't know. <laughs> no, 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 no. Romantic, my dear boy. Uh, anyways, contract signing. New Day come out to interrupt. Dvorak, that's who it was. Dvorak. I'm sorry. There you go. 
Uh, so New Day interrupt. They got their matching green and white Power Ranger gear on in honor of the recently passed away actor. I who, saw, uh, I heard about that. Yeah, Tom. the guy who, Tommy. Yeah, so cool gear either way. New Day says they're here to back up Ricochet in case Imperium want to start a brawl. Adam Pierce is like, you don't think that's going to happen, do you? Not every single time. And Xavier's like, uh, have you ever watched wrestling? So. <laughs> <laughs> and then Gunther cuts a promo on Ricochet. The dumb crowd was chanting, what? And uh, he says, we are not wrestlers, or we are wrestlers, not performers. New Day says, ha, Imperium can't perform. And they got the crowd to chant, Imperium can't perform. So I guess sex jokes. Get it? Uh, yeah. Ricochet cuts his promo saying he's taking that title next week. Everyone starts arguing. Pierce says, all right, clear the ring. Let's have this match. And Imperium versus New Day. Ricochet, uh, pretty good match. The crowd was hot. They go back and forth a while. Ricochet getting some good shots in on Gunther. Uh, then he hits a big top rope Hurricane Rana on Ludwig. And then hits him with a shooting star press. Gets the win for him in New Day. So... Big momentum for Ricochet going into that title shot next week. Next week, and of course, this was before the New Day had the win, right? This was, uh, yeah, yeah. This would have been on Friday, so <coughs> they're doing their thing. Yeah. Uh, then into the Bloodlines locker room, Sami Zayn still all hyped up, saying how Usi the Usos are feeling, and uh, Jimmy and Solo they leave to go get some food. Sammy goes to follow, but Jay stops him and says, Hey, man, Tribal Chief is going to be back next week. Might be a good idea to trim up your hair and beard. Next week going to be a real big night for you, Oose. Sammy's kind of conflicted. and So am I. Don't be asking this man to change for you. I'm terrified that Sammy Zayn is going to have, he's going to shave his beard and his long locks. Yeah, please. Please do not. Like, go back to, like, NXT Sammy type of... Yeah. Thing. Maybe this is just Jay, you know. He's still, maybe he was just pretending to like Sammy and he's trying to fuck with him now. He's like, ah, look at you, you dumb shit. <laughs> Who knows? Just, please, God, you don't, don't trim the hair, whatever you do. Don't do it, Sammy. Yeah. <laughs> it would be kind of funny, though, if he shows up with, like, the mullet, like they have, and, like, the little red in it. I don't know. I guess his hair's already red. <laughs> his hair's <laughs> but, already pretty red. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, don't trim it, Sammy. You look great. You look great. You look great, kid. <laughs> uh, Liv Morgan, Tegan Knox take on Shayna Baszler, Ronda Rousey. Uh, yeah, Tegan looking good, but that history of knee injuries gives the heels a perfect target. And that's just the story of the match. They're wailing on her leg. Uh, Raquel comes out in the middle of it all with her injured arm in a sling and Officials are holding her back, but this distracts Rhonda. She's, you know, getting in her face, leaving Shayna all alone in the ring. Tegan hits the shiniest wizard. Liv makes the cover, gets the three count. So big win for Tegan Knox and Liv Morgan. Yeah, big win for the uh, for the baby faces here. But it really just feels like, uh, you know, Rhonda is here alone. She has no challenger. Uh, nothing really, <coughs> you know. Nobody wants the smoke, as it were. <laughs> Yeah, I guess at this point we're kind of just waiting until the Rumble and whether she'll even fight at the Rumble, we'll see. I don't know. They got to get someone. It feels like no one there. really is in line. Yeah. Charlotte. Uh, and there was another quick one of those military boot camp videos for Lacey. So. Which means babyface, just so everyone knows. I guess so. We'll see. 
I never know. Who knows with her? One week she's one, one week she's the other. Hot and cold, yes, no, in, out, up, down. Wrong, yeah. right, black, uh, right. Katy Perry. Uh, Kurt Angle comes out for the main event, which is his birthday celebration. I mean, sure. Hometown. Did any of this matter, though? <laughs> Can we do we I have mean, to? The ending was fun. We'll okay. just skip to the, well, I guess, yeah. Alpha Academy are in the ring. They start eating his birthday cake and... Kurt Angle's all sad. He's like, okay, you guys can have it. And then he leaves and then he turns around. He's like, but you're going to need some milk. Yeah. Goes yeah. in the back, comes out riding the milk truck, uh, which was the throwback to the Attitude Era segment. That's why people were enjoying it. Yeah, that's uh, why the, then, yeah. that's why the seven-year-olds in the audience were enjoying it. Cause then <laughs> yeah, dad's like, hey, this is good. And then the kid's like, and then oh, said, yeah. Timmy said, shut up, I'm on TikTok. <laughs> so, yeah, he gets out. The milk, the big hose, just start spraying them all. And uh, this hose, I think people in like the first five rows probably got. There might have been thing. an associated splash zone. I wonder if this was real milk or just like white water. <laughs> I don't know. I think if it, it's I, I well, I think in the first place it was never real milk. You, you think Vince McMahon is spending money? You know, Vince McMahon spending money on hookers and cocaine. He's not spending money on <laughs> milk. I don't know, but uh, yeah, so that was just a throwback there. Weird, you know, if I bought tickets to the show, that's probably not the main event I would want. Absolutely but. not. And uh, I mean, yeah, Gable Stevenson still don't care about him, but I guess maybe he's going to be part of SmackDown. Is this his main roster debut or out of no idea? I sure really as hell care. hope it's not. Um, uh, but that was the entire episode of SmackDown. How about quickly, just because there wasn't, there was a little bit of action, not much, you know, to really count on or whatever. But if we're talking Rampage, the show that kind of kicks off with Moxley a lot. Uh, John Moxley is often <laughs> wrestling on Rampage, probably to boost the Rampage tapings and ratings. I mean, yeah. I, I saw Moxley on Rampage. I think his last couple matches have, uh, you know, been on Rampage, but whatever. Yeah, well, this one ended up being a banger. Oh, so you had Moxley taking on, taking on Takeshita and just a great match, uh, crowd was loving it moxley of course uh at one point he gets a big boot to the head so does the good old blade job comes up bleeding profusely um just covered in blood and uh but uh at one point moxley hits the paradigm shift Takeshita kicks out at one at one which was amazing i don't think anyone's ever kicked out at one from the the paradigm shift or the death rider yeah maybe not that just had the crowd going wild. They're on their feet. Uh, they started booing Moxley anytime he would get the the offense in. So uh, this Takeshita guy. Well, yeah, Takeshita super shooties. over. And Moxley has been a little hot and cold lately, I think, between fans, right, and his actions. Yeah, getting booed at full gear and getting booed here, uh, which he plays into. You know, he's a hard-hitting guy. And, uh, yeah, either way... Uh, so Takeshita kicks out of the big move. Moxley starts hitting him with those Blackpool foot stomps. Uh, locks him in the uh, the bulldog choke. Takeshita passes out. Moxley wins. But uh, yeah, awesome match. One of the best. Maybe one of the best matches in Rampage history. Oh, wow. You I think th so? 
I don't know. Off the top of my head, it's hard to say, but definitely uh, probably top five. I don't know. Takeshita, he's in the running for a couple of shooties here. Maybe breakout star. Breakout of the year, star like of the year. Um, yeah, I think that. I think that's the big one that he's covering. Yeah, short of that initial, the rampage. I mean, yeah, the fucking. Christian Cage, uh, Kenny Omega is honestly the only Rampage match that like sticks out in my mind. Uh, yeah, that's probably yeah, that's probably the the main one I think of as well. Yeah. Uh, anyways, <clears throat> after that you had Hikaru Shida taking on the Bunny for the Regina D Wave Championship. I guess yes. I think it's some promotion. And uh, in- I mean, just whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Just what we need, though. More titles on AEW. Well, she's the champion um, in whatever promotion that is, <laughs> so maybe... Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Either way, uh, I'm happy to see these two wrestle. They don't get nearly enough TV time, much like the rest of the division. But there's also the added stip. The winner of this faces Jamie Hayter for her title. So, uh, yeah. Match was pretty good. Crowd split. Uh, the Bunny. Uh, good Canadian girl there. Her first match in a while, I think. Good Canadian kid. Uh, yeah, so she had Penelope Ford helping on the outside. Uh, at one point, they throw a kendo stick in the ring, but uh, the referee takes it away. While she's busy doing that, Penelope attacks Sheeta, holds her for the bunny. Bunny goes for a kick, but Sheeta ducks. Ford gets nailed in the head. Uh, and then Sheeta hits the Michinoku driver, but Bunny kicks out. So Sheeta pulls out the big gun, hits the katana, gets the win. Retains her title and earns a title shot, but uh, another good match, man. This rampage was pretty good on the wrestling side this week. Oh yeah, we're uh, we're two for two so far in your books. Yeah, two for two, but uh, all good things must come to an end. As uh, after that, Lee Moriarty and Big Bill, as they're now calling him, the former W Morrissey. Yeah, I miss I missed where uh, that happened. Uh, it was a bit of a weird one for me. Yeah, I mean W Morrissey was not a good name, anyways. It's but, not uh, like why? Why Bill. is your why is your first name a letter? Yeah, especially when W stands for Will, you can just say Will and save yourself some syllables there. I don't know, but Will. Uh, anyway, the they took still, on two jobs. They're both one syllable. Will, W, W. w. They're the three syllables. More than one syllable. Yeah, that's what I mean. Anyways, uh, they beat up these two jobbers. Quick win for the firm. Uh, so that's that. Okay. And the main event of main event of Rampage, Orange Cassidy defending the All Atlantic title against a mystery opponent uh, picked by Kip Sabian. It ends up being Trent Seven, former NXT UK and NXT tag champ. Him and Tyler Bate, Mustache Mountain. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's making his debut here in AEW, but uh, looks to have lost a bit of, uh, gained a few pounds here. Not quite as in good a shape as I remember, but. Uh, no, I see. I thought I remembered him always being a girthy guy. Yeah, I mean, he was girthy, but I feel like he was a bit more, I don't know. Either way, I'm not putting him down. He, he can still go in the ring and uh, match was fine. Outside the ring, the best friends brawl with the blade and the butcher. They all fight to the back, so. We're left alone in the ring for a clean fight. Eventually, Cassidy hits the orange punch and the beach break, gets the win, retains the title. Uh, and right after, Sabian jumps in, attacks him. So Dustin Rhodes comes out, makes a save. Him and OC celebrate to end the show. 
Uh, yeah, that pretty much ends the show. I guess uh, you you rather enjoyed this though. Yeah, I mean, wrestling wise, I thought this was uh, one of the best episodes of Rampage in a while. Wow. Yeah, there Got was there least... was really some good stuff here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, we won't run it down or anything, but a couple mentions. Did you at least watch the uh, tag title match from Final Battle, Ring of Honor? No, but I saw. I just I saw us like some clips, some five minutes here and there. Yeah, it's worth watching. One of the, I mean, it's already gotten tons of acclaim. Uh, yeah, so the Briscoes beat uh, FTR for the tag titles in a crazy, bloody, just wild match. Uh, probably five stars. So worth watching the whole thing if you get a chance. Oh, yeah, you think they'll go three for three in the five-star uh, trilogy, I guess, between uh, them. I think the first two between the, the two other? of them. Yeah, for me... Um, I don't know. The first and the third are the best. The second one probably wasn't five in my... I don't know. It's hard to remember. They were all great. All great matches, but uh, the Briscoes finally get the title win. Um, also, a couple other title changes. Athena won the women's title. Brian Cage and the Gates of Agony won the six-man title. Wheeler Yuta beat Garcia for the uh, pure title. Lots of title changes. Uh, and then the main event, Claudio defeats Chris Jericho for the Ring of Honor world title. Wins it back, favorite, baby. Yeah, my favorite part of that match was the finish. Claudio wins with the big swing. He he spun Jericho around 31 times with no signs of stopping. So Jericho taps out, which I've never seen. I've never seen a tap out, out on a swing. swing. Yeah, I like that. I hope he starts using that as a finisher. But uh, yeah, so that was, other than that, Samoa Joe, I think he was the only guy to actually retain his title. So lots of title changes going in to that uh, final battle. I didn't watch the whole card. I just kind of no, skimmed who, through who, the title matches. Who has and then, time? Yeah, there was like 12 matches by the end of it. And Jesus. then, uh, in the post conference, Tony Khan finally announced that they're gonna, there is no TV deal, but there, there's the honor club streaming service. That's where ring of honor weekly television will be. Uh, okay. Well, they're, be they're seen, working, they're so working on it. Yeah. So hopefully they can kind of separate the two now from AEW and keep them in their own world. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just wanted to throw that in there. Good stuff. Good stuff to hear over there on uh, Ring of Honor. Be sure to check it out if you can. Uh, Mike, let's take a break. Let's. let's take a break. We'll come back. Of course, we got all of our Monday Night Raw action, NXT. And of course, winter is coming, so you're going to want to stick around. Back here with the second half of the show. Thanks for sticking out through the break. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're back here. We're back here. Uh, made our way through. We're making our way through the wrestling week. Uh, big first half leading to uh, some of our program being programming being shifted. Let's bring ourselves over to some Monday Night Raw. Let's get raw. <laughs> Monday, fun day. Uh, we <laughs> kick off the show this week with Bailey coming out uh, with uh, to take on Alexa Bliss in that match to determine the number one contender for the Raw Women's Championship. You know, uh, damage control there for air quotes support. Yeah, but before the match can even start, Becky Lynch comes out, takes out uh, Dakota and Io to 
help keep this a fair fight. She kind of chases them off. They run through the crowd. Uh, back in the ring, Alexa Bliss hits a nice code red, or pop rocks, if you will, uh, for big near fall early on. And uh, yeah, they just have a nice match. Bailey hits the Bailey to belly. Alexa kicks out. Bailey removes the turnbuckle pad at one point, but uh, Bliss ends up drop kicking her into the exposed steel and then follows up with the twisted Bliss, gets a three count. So big win for Alexa Bliss earning a title shot. Yeah, big win. Jeez, yeah, I think we thought maybe Bailey is the com- is the competitor, but maybe that's not uh, what's happening. Huge moment. God, uh, I keep forgetting about all all women's tag championships. I forget about. Um, yeah, until they, uh... like the moment they're back on screen and then they leave again. <laughs> yeah, they still haven't had consistent booking with that but uh after the match is over bianca belair goes in the ring to offer alexa a friendly handshake bliss goes in for the hug but when she does she gets or yeah when she hugs her the bray wyatt the upside down moth logo flashes on the screen real real quick and then she turns the hug into the sister abigail but she stops herself from hitting it and bianca's just like what the fuck bro and Bliss seems confused as well. She just lost control there and walks off. So Yeah, I guess we're go are I mean, we going back to this? Are we going back to I mean they're certainly teasing it. I don't know what uh yeah, what we're gonna do. It would make sense for her to be a heel if she's challenging Bianca, but her and uh, Bray are on separate shows, so I don't know what they're gonna do. Yeah, that's a good point. Unless they both just answer to Captain Howdy. Captain Howdy? Yeah, sure. Who knows where they'll go? God. I, don't, uh, I don't think they do. Not yet. No. But let's go to our next match. AJ Styles taking on Chad Gable. Fun match up here. Two excellent wrestlers uh, just going at it. Uh, AJ goes for a jackknife pin. Gable tries to reverse it, but then AJ just stands up perfectly right into the Styles Clash. Gives AJ the nice win. In big, you know, in big fashion, you know, and the rest of the OC, you know, show up to, uh, you know, congratulate. Yeah, great quality of match, uh, yeah. I guess. Um, uh, somebody should tell Corey Graves that he doesn't have to keep saying Meechin anytime they say Mia Ying's name. Like, it's okay. <laughs> like, we get it. You fucked up. That's cool. But don't, like, try to justify it every single week. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like it's like the guy saying, like, no, I didn't wet my bed. I didn't wet my bed, I swear. I didn't wet my bed. And you're like, dude, it's okay. We all you dude, you wet your bed. Like <laughs> Corey Graves, stop wetting the bed. Yeah, we're like, Corey, we get it. Like, you know, you, you shit your pants what in gym class. Like it's okay. He's like, No, I didn't. Guys who shit their pants are stupid. And you're like, dude, you yeah. don't have to There was a chocolate bar in my pocket there was and I a chocolate- sat on it. <laughs> it Mar- melted. Mars bar. Yeah, and I took my dog for a walk, and he shit in my pants, too. <laughs> my dog took a shit in my pants. My dog took a shit, and then I didn't have any bags to clean up with, so all I had was my underwear. So I took yeah. my underwear, and I picked it up. But then I didn't know where to put it, so then I just left it there. And then I put yeah. my underwear back on, because I had to wear my underwear with my pants, obviously. That's Corey. Uh, uh, our next match six man tag Street Profits and Akira Tozawa taking on Judgment Day uh, yeah crowd was liking the baby faces booing Judgment Day whenever they would get 
on a roll. Tazawa looking good here. He had the crowd buzzing with his nice cruiserweight style. Just so much better utilized now that the 24-7 title's gone. It's like, gone, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much everyone that was in the gaggle is better off now without it. <clears throat> uh, yeah, so Tazawa climbs up the top rope for his big senton, but Priest grabs him, hits him with the razor's edge, tosses him back into the ring. Dominic makes the pin, gets the win for Judgment Day. That w- now getting two straight pins. Uh, he, he got the win over Tazawa last week, obviously. But yeah, those pins, those, yeah. those things make a difference. Yeah, Dominic getting the... Earning his keep. Yeah, earning it. You're earning uh, it, baby. <coughs> Backstage, Johnny Gargano, Dexter Loomis, trying to figure out what to spend that bag of money on. Uh, Candice LeRae shows up, says, hey, boys, it's a season of giving. So uh, they go to the merch table and they clean it out, just buy everything. They come out to the live crowd, start handing out things to fans. Johnny's even got one of those T-shirt cannons, uh, shoots one into the crowd. But then the Miz runs up, steals the bag of cash, goes to sneak away. But Adam Pierce comes out to stop him, tells him, you got to give that money back. Miz says, no, let's have a rematch for it. So Johnny says, okay, Mike. And then Miz gets mad. He's like, it's Miz. And then he just says, okay, Mike. And keeps saying Mike. The crowd chants Mike. Uh, Johnny says, let's raise the stakes. Uh, let's make this match a ladder match. Double or nothing. And uh, also, Miz, you got to dress up as Santa's elf and help us give out the rest of this merch tonight. We see some pictures of him doing that later. I wonder if, uh, I feel as though Johnny Gargano was signed just so AEW didn't sign him. Um, because, um, I guess, because if there was no, or, or you sign a guy and say, hey man, we've got nothing for you. So this was back in August, right? Like, hey, man, we got nothing for you until at least December or let, let's even say the Rumble, right? Because I think, you know, being a part of obviously the if you're a part of the if you're with the Miz, you're in fucking great company. Right. But the comedy match is maybe not the match the fans would have hoped for from Johnny Gargano. So do you think he yeah. was, do you think he was signed with like a yo? We'll give you a comedy for now, but like come April, you're going to fucking start popping off or whatever the case might be, because <laughs> it's now been months and months and months of this comedy thing. Yeah, I mean, maybe the plans were for him and Ciampa and then the injury threw things off. So they're just buying time. Until it's he that. Gets back. It's yeah. It's honestly like they signed him. With, like, a long-term plan of, like, yo, we're going to fucking pay you out now because we don't want you to not not be here. I don't know. I wonder. Yeah. Yeah, either way, he's definitely uh, much better than he's being used right now. Exactly. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. But on to uh, Mrs. Gargano. Candice LeRae takes on EO Sky. A rematch of that fantastic uh, match we got to see at NXT TakeOver Toronto. Mm-hmm. 2019 uh this one though didn't get didn't get the time that that did so no couldn't hit that level but uh yeah still fine eo goes for a suicide sunset bomb but candace counters and hits a scary looking a poison rana on the floor where eo just like jumps on her head basically it looked good Uh, it looked good i thought (laughs) it looked good i was just scared like damn don't be uh, scared she was fine She's okay. She uh, EO fights back, hits over the moonsault, gets the win. 
yeah, deservedly so. Candice LeRae's uh, still not still not uh, performing too well here on the main roster. Hopefully, you can turn that around. <coughs> yeah, just like uh, Johnny. Um, the two of them, yeah, that's what's weird. It's like, yo, so we you have a kid, you're not ready to work yet. That's cool, we get that. But can we sign you anyways, and then you can start doing shit in April? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, if not Ciampa, maybe call Indy up. Let's get the way back together, help things. He already got Dexter there, there so I don't know. Obviously, Austin Theory's not going to be in it, but... Oh, Indy, yeah, oh, shit, Indy is, Indy is 50-50 like uh, since she started here yeah win loss win loss win loss yeah so <laughs> uh then we see a replay of matt riddle being viciously attacked with that chair to the throat by solo sokoa last week he's gonna be out for six weeks god but uh the real reason as has been reported online matt riddle's been suspended for failing a drug test for the second time this year. The second time and this year. I, I th- So the first one was what derailed the sort of Seth Rollins stuff? Yeah, they were supposed to fight on SummerSlam, and then they just kind of delayed that match without really telling us. Uh, but then this one's more serious the second time. So, uh, And obviously they don't test for marijuana anymore, so it's something more than that. That's awesome. But... Uh, yeah, so he's out six weeks. Who knows what, uh, what the future holds for him. That's two strikes now, so he's got to be real careful. Is there a three-strike policy over here uh, in WWE? I mean, kind of. They've bent the rules before. Of course. Like, Randy Orton got three strikes, and he got to stay. But <laughs> Three strikes, so. and you're Randy Orton. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyways, so that's their explanation. Backstage, Kevin Owens gets interviewed. Elias walks up to him. Asked him if he'll be in his corner later when he faces Solo. Owen is like, after everything you did in the summer? Elias just says, that wasn't me. That was Ezekiel. And Owens is just flabbergasted. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> he remembers. I remember. Uh, so Elias comes out to the ring for a performance. A Matt Riddle tribute concert. Has a little memorial set up. The portrait, the bongos, and... He says Riddle always wanted to perform with him, and, uh, you know, his dream won him over. And when he was going through some of Riddle's stuff, he picked up a piece of paper, and it wasn't a rolling paper. It was lyrics to a song he wrote. Would have been a uh, massive joint. (laughs) A Cheech and Chong joint, but uh, Elias ends up uh, performing the song that Riddle wrote, or he starts to, but uh, Solo Sokoa cuts him off, and Elias takes on Solo. Sammy's in Solo's corner. No Kevin Owens, like Elias wanted. So Sammy's able to cause all the distractions he wants. Solo hits super kick, and then the spinning Solo gets the win. And then right after Sammy jumps in, the two of them beat him down. Uh, Solo, with another reference to his uncle Umaga, hits the Samoan spike, the big thumb to the throat. And then he grabs a chair, wraps it around his neck, ready to do to Elias what he did to Riddle. And that's when Kevin Owens finally comes out to stop him. He hits Solo with a stunner. Uh, Sammy jumps to the floor to help Solo. But uh, Sammy and Owens have no physical contact here. But then Owens hits a stunner on Elias anyways for good measure because he doesn't like him. God, that thumb to the throat. Devastating, eh? Yeah, because he tapes it up, too, so it's stiff, <laughs> thick, right in your carotid artery. Artery. <laughs> artery. Uh, 
then we had Asuka take on Rhea Ripley. And uh, the commentary team notes Asuka's lost a bit of her aura recently. And she's also, she came out, she's not wearing her face paint like she does. Uh, and on social media, she's kind of been teasing some character changes here. Uh, kind of going back to her crazy evil persona she did in New Japan. But Asuka is the that. queen of the uh, subtle changes. Yeah. It's like so. one, instead of major, one little thing every week. Just one little thing. <laughs> uh, match was fine. A bunch of stiff strikes. And uh, yeah, at one point Dominic gets in between them on the floor to protect Rhea. So Asuka goes at him. But the distraction allows Rhea to take over. She hits Riptide. Or she goes for the Riptide, but Asuka counters into the Asuka lock. So Dominic grabs Rhea's leg, pulls her closer, puts it on the ropes, breaks the hold. So Asuka's pissed. She sprays Dominic in the face with the blue mist. Different color. Because uh, uh-huh. they have they have different effects, you know. Right, yeah. The blue one, or uh, the green one uh, just blinds you. The blue one kind of dazes you. Uh, <laughs> I think the green is poison, and then the blue is blindness no the blue one is just uh toilet bowl cleaner actually she just kind of puts <laughs> <laughs> it's just straight up a tide pod well either way yeah dominic gets sprayed uh and then Rhea grabs oscar from behind hits the riptide gets the win and then backstage dominic gets checked out he's like i can't see i can't see and the doctors are trying to give him some high drops <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, now all these doctors need to start fucking holding uh, eye drops at ringside. Yeah. It's, it's getting <clears> fucking <throat> dangerous. And then we go to Bobby Lashley taking on Seth Rollins, number one contender match for the U.S. title. And once again, the crowd's loving Rollins, singing his song. Uh, nice competitive main event here. Just kind of trading momentum. Uh, Lashley gets Rollins in the hurt lock. They back into the corner. Referee Chad Patton jumps to the floor to avoid getting hit. But the idiot twists his ankle. These fragile referees. Uh, So Lashley hits a spear, makes the cover. But the hurt referee takes too long getting back in the ring to make the count. Uh, So Lashley's pissed off at the ref. Goes for another spear, which Rollins counters midair with a pedigree. Which you've seen him do before, but still a great spot there. And... uh, that ends up giving him the three count. He wins, earns a U.S. title shot, and uh, yeah, I don't feel I feel like he hasn't won with the pedigree in a good while. So that's a weird one to time the spear to pedigree. We've seen it on Roman, we've seen it on Bobby Lash, we've seen it on Edge. It's a weird one to time because it's kind of like you're catching them, but they're they're not going full tilt into you. It's a it's a, it's a bit of a yeah, weird like one. Like you can't hook the arms because they're already kind of because they're way yeah down, exactly uh, maybe a little bit bizarre, but I don't know. Uh, Seth yeah. Rollins uh, going forward, I guess. Yeah. Either way, he gets the win. Bobby Lashley's still pissed at the referee. Uh, another referee tries to calm him down, but he gets knocked out by Lashley and. Adam Pierce comes out to yell at him, so Lashley shoves Pierce, and somebody's dropping swear words. I don't know. They had to like bleep it out for a second there. Uh, no, well, I think they will also bleep out "goddamn." I think sometimes there's a <laughs> lot of "goddams," but they can't say. Yeah, it. might have been that. But uh, then Pierce gets in Lashley's face and tell him he's fired. So Bobby's distraught as we go off the air. Um. 
But then the next day, Pierce would post online that he got caught up in the heat of the moment. So Lashley isn't fired. It's good to know that employers are. It's good to know that employers are keeping, you know, being responsible, held responsible for their actions. Yeah. So they'll have some serious talks between those two. God damn it. God God damn it, Bobby Lashley. You got to hold that. You got to control yourself, sir. Let's move ourselves over. Uh, we're talking the very next day, WWE NXT. NXT. What does it mean? I don't know, but it's a good wrestling. So NXT. Watch and see. Gotta tap out a count out of one, two, three. Hot off the heels of the deadline PPV. That's right. So we start the show with the women's Iron Survivor winner, Roxanne Perez in the ring. Crowds all chanting Roxy, but then Grayson Waller interrupts to brag about his win in the men's Iron Survivor, and she says, hey, Grayson, I did it before you, and I did it from the number one spot. Ha! And he's just like, yeah, well, you were only first because you had to go home for bedtime, and there's no way you're beating Mandy. And That's when Braun Breaker comes out, tells him to shut his mouth. Roxy went the full 25 minutes against the best woman NXT has to offer. Nobody here gives a damn what you think. Roxy is the future women's champ. So big endorsement from Braun. Yeah, what a weird, uh, what a weird promo kind of happened right here. <laughs> I think it was pretty much the heel told a woman that she sucked, and then the baby face came out and was like, "No, women are great." And then the crowd was yeah. like, "Yeah, women are great." <laughs> it was a weird putting weird, over the rival of his girlfriend, Cora Jade, putting over life. women. I don't know. It was a bizarre, <laughs> bizarre little kind of opener right there. But whatever, it happened. Yeah. So anyways, Braun says, I'm about making moments. I'm going to beat you for that title at New Year's Evil. And uh, and then, or no, Waller says he's going to beat him for the title at New Year's Evil. So Braun says, all right, you want a moment? And starts chasing him through the crowd. That's when Mandy Rose shows up, attacks Roxy from behind with the belt. Says, you will never be champion. She goes to leave. Roxanne gets up and says, Mandy, you think you're the baddest bitch in the game? I don't want to wait until New Year's Evil. Put your title on the line tonight. Mandy says you're on. So that's our main event. Despite uh, Hickenbottom telling us it was going to happen at another date. Whatever. I'll take it. We'll take it. Uh, then Wesley takes on Stax. The fight starts backstage. They make their way out to the ring. Uh, Lee hits a big tope. Lands hard on his back on the floor. But... Uh, he was fine. Stax was actually looking pretty good in there. He was pulling off some cool moves. He did like a one-legged lion tamer at one point. Uh, got some good offense in, but mm -hmm. uh, Wesley takes over. He hits his awesome, that handspring backflip kick to the head to get the win. Uh, and then at the end, Dijak comes out. And while uh, Wesley's busy looking at him, Tony D attacks Lee from behind. Yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah, uh, pretty much going to happen. Yeah. Then we had Ivy Nile and Tatum Paxley taking on Gigi, Gigi Dolan, JC Jane. Uh, match was going okay until JC throws Ivy into Team KC, who are sitting at the commentary table. and Right, because remember, because remember, they are the champions. Yeah. So they get pissed. They attack Toxic Attraction. Causing the DQ, so toxic attraction win. I mean, I I don't know I don't know who the next in line for these uh, tag championships are. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. Whoops. It's hard to say. Bring back the Iconics. <laughs> the Iconics. Okay, now that's a name. Those uh Peyton Royce, Billy Kay. <laughs> I, haven't yeah. th- I haven't thought about them in fucking years. Uh, sure, One why the hell the, not? Bring them back. Let's go. The truest team in all of women's tag team. In yeah. WWE. Oh, I haven't thought about them since the uh, I was there for the emotional announcement from Sean Spears that he was going to be a father, and it was a <laughs> it was a it was a beautiful moment to be a part of. Yeah. Uh, then Von Wagner takes on Odyssey Jones. Just a big man battle here. Robert Stone ends up causing a distraction, which backfires as Wagner gets attacked by uh, Idris Enofe on the ring at ringside and. Uh, Odyssey hits a big cross body, gets the win. Yeah, just like that. He's a big boy. He's going to pick up some of those dubs. Yeah. And then after that, we got Ikemen Jiro taking on Javier Bernal. Uh, haven't seen much of Jiro lately, but I guess he's mostly just a comedy jobber. Which is too bad because what he was on a little bit of a roll for a bit, uh, like a right, right just before the 2.0 era, I think. Yeah, like him and Kushida had that jacket time thing. Exactly. Was... There was the smallest amount of <laughs> trying to do trying to yeah. do stuff. But uh, the crowd still likes him. They are rooting for him here, and he actually ends up getting the win after hitting a big shining wizard. Uh, but immediately after, Scripps shows up, attacks Jiro, beats him down. The crowd chants Reggie at him. Kind of funny. <laughs> Classic. Uh, then the new NXT tag champs the New Day come out to celebrate the win the crowd is loving them chanting singing Uh, yeah they're they they talk about becoming the triple crown champs tag champs and Xavier notes that Kofi is the first man ever to win both a triple crown in singles and tag titles so what a fucking legend Kofi Kingston is Absolutely. And I mean, then he also... if, if you want to, that, that match is free. The Daniel Bryan uh, fucking Kofi match. It's there on YouTube for a quick watch on the WWE Network channel. You know, the YouTube channel right there. Yeah, great match. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Xavier talks about Kofi setting the record. Most tag title reigns at 15. And that little bitch Booker T still mad about it. He was talking over them, just mumbling shit. Like, oh, actually, I had 16 reigns. Uh, yeah, it was so dumb. 16. Yeah, and Ric Flair has 42. Like, what, yeah. what the fuck are we talking about here, Booker T? Shut I went up. on Wikipedia, Booker. 14 between <laughs> WCW and WWE. You had yeah. one in TNA and one in ROW. We don't count that shit. You're not, Booker T, leagues. you're not allowed to talk about that shit. You're not allowed to talk about it. Even if you do talk about it, I don't count that shit. Ric Flair wins a TNA title. I don't count that shit. Yeah, the, o- the only possible time I would count the uh, the TNA championship would only as like as a world championship, which we don't. I just wanted to get that on record officially. Yeah, we do. We the Shoe Brothers do not count that. <laughs> I would only maybe kind of count it if we were trying to add championships to uh AJ Styles's <laughs> uh resume <laughs> like only only to boost his resume um, yeah, if if we could but we're not so yeah. let's move on 
Yeah, either same with Booker T. You got to move on, man. That's twice this week you've been pissing me off with your angry, grumbly. Even Kofi acknowledges it. He's I, I wasn't going to say anything, but so, I don't want Booker T getting more salty than he's already been. So if AJ Styles is a t- two-time t- TNA, a three-time NWA, a one-time uh, IWGP, and a two-time uh, WWE champion, does that make him the Ocho? <laughs> uh, no, I'd say he's a three-time champ. <laughs> okay. I only count the IWGP and the WWE. Yeah, I'd count that one. It's fair. Just saying. Just saying. That's just me. He won the PW. Everyone's got he the won the PWG championship too. Are we counting that one? No. Okay. I mean, anyone can do what they want, but I'm not counting it. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, anyways, uh, Xavier. Also, I don't think they mentioned it, but I think he set a record for longest time between NXT debut and winning an NXT title ten years later. Oh wow! So. Yeah, that's gonna be something. Yeah, I, I wonder. Uh, yeah. I wonder how many former superstars could come could come back and just fucking dominate. Yeah, so he's proud. He's finally got some NXT gold. Pretty deadly interrupt. They're pissed off about losing and they want a rematch. New Day say, okay, but uh, if you want the rematch, first you must recite the Pledge of Allegiance. And they have no idea what that is. So Which Briggs felt and Jensen a little xenophobic out. to me. Uh, I mean, the whole thing was weird. It was a little too, like, America. (laughs) Like, just because you can't... And then Briggs and Jensen come out. Just because you can't recite the arbitrary lyrics of a fucking arbitrary thing. It's not even the national anthem. It's the pledge of... You you tell me I need to know a second song? I mean, I think the whole point was just to, like, make them... I don't know, be like, ha-ha, you can't do it. It's something I like uh, I pledge allegiance. Like I pledge allegiance to the flag, and I say, "America, one nation under God." And then I, then I don't know. I think I know it I up know. until under God. Uh, Briggs and Jensen come out though with an American flag, and they say, "If you're handing out a title shot for reciting the pledge, we'll do it." <laughs> and so they do it. And yeah, really weird, really weird. This isn't if it was like July Fourth or the Great American Bash, then maybe I'd be like, "Okay, that makes sense." Yeah, a weird way to earn a title shot. And yeah. uh, that's seemed what they a little, do. It a little easy. And Mike, if we could go back and find the easiest ways t- teams have gotten title opportunities, this has to be one of them. Yeah, it was a very strange way of doing it, especially in the middle of December. Um, yeah, oh well, they'll get a title shot next week, Briggs and Jensen. <laughs> well, I don't care. Oh well, uh, JD McDonough fights Crutus, Brutus Creed. In a nice little hard-hitting technical match up until JD grabs a chair. He's ready to swing it, but Indu share once again. They're protecting the Creeds any way they can. They really want this match to be clean. Uh, yeah, apparently Veer is recovering from injury, so that's why they're prolonging this so much. But Oh, okay. I just thought just... I just thought it was because we weren't ready yet. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so, anyways... JD doesn't end up needing the chair anyway because he just hits his uh, devil inside suplex. He hits it on the guess floor and then hits it in the ring, gets the win anyway. He didn't even need it. Yeah, I guess the one, two, three. Who the hell knows? Yeah. Oh, well. And then we got Amari Miller taking on Laya Valkyria, making her debut. Uh, looking pretty good. Smooth offense. Some big stiff kicks. And then she hits a frog splash off the top rope to get the win. Yeah, just like so, that, just like yeah. that. Well, uh, this in our in our uh, 
only kind of singles remaining women's action. No Nikita Lyons this week. Yeah, I guess she's still selling. Nor Cora Jade, I guess. Yeah, I guess really anyone else from that Iron Survivor Challenge we didn't see Mm -hmm. besides Roxanne. But uh, I guess we saw Kiana James in the next segment when Kiana backstage approaches Jensen, gives him a Christmas gift. It's a nice new dress shirt. And she says, you got... You've got the tag title shot next week, so you should look like a champion. <laughs> you you got a little something going on. You got to look the part, baby. I support that wholeheartedly. You know I you <laughs> know I always do. Yeah. So Kiana and Jensen, uh, something could be going on there. I don't know. Okay. You think so? Maybe. Well, unless she's just playing him. But uh, what, does she, what does she get out of it? I don't know. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, after that, we had Duke Hudson take on Damon Camp, who I just learned this week. Uh, Damon Camp is the real-life brother of Gable Steveson. Ah, you ruined that for me now. Ah. No, but he's the better. He's okay, the better I guess that's a good point. Yeah, if there's just two so you can compare the two and be like, oh yeah, that's what you. Yeah. Be like your brother. Is it? Uh, wait, wait. Then why <laughs> is this guy so much better? Fuck, fuck, uh, Steveson. I guess because he's a professional wrestler, not an amateur wrestler. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> so anyways, Kemp was dominating. Drew Gulak comes out to ringside. Andre Chase gets in his face. And then Duke has his comeback. Crowd's loving it. They're all chanting, Chase, you. Duke hits a running big boot, gets the big win. Which is too bad because I th- I like Damon Kemp. Uh, but Duke Hudson, Duke Hudson is this like Miz type of character potential yeah you know what i'm saying uh, i think like i think i think out of the entire uh, possibly out of the entire nxt roster i think duke hudson might be the best character well you know what i'm saying does that make sense him or uh grayson waller i don't know yeah i don't know this definitely much better than that that gambler thing he was doing before good point I think Andre Chase is Andre Chase is another great like really defined character, where yeah, uh, everybody else uh, sort of feels like either like, hey, you suck, I'm great, <laughs> or the other one's like, hey, I'm great. You know, like I, I you know, in terms of like that kind of longevity, a couple people that I think uh, yeah. those few performers I think can really really shine on. I think uh, Brand, uh well, God, I was gonna call him uh, Vink. That was his old name, right? Fucking uh, <laughs> the Vink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Think, whatever uh, it was. Yeah. No, he might. Duke might be a part of why uh, Chase U's been winning me over the past couple of months. I don't hate them like I used to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at first they like were just now. annoying, and now <laughs> now it's kind of like, oh shit, they are they are the thing that's trying to be something. Like Braun Breaker isn't much of an anything. And I I even argue like Mandy Rose isn't much of like anything. There, there's no thing to her thing. Uh, it's more, I'm hot, you're not. So back exactly, up, and 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 Braun Breaker's <laughs> more like I'm strong, you're not. I don't know, you you know like woof woof, woof, woof and you're not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. These guys are trying something. I really gotta appreciate that. Yeah, I dig it. Uh, let's go to this main event, though, that we promised you. Mandy Rose defending the NXT Women's title against Roxanne Perez. Uh, Booker T on commentary mentions that Roxanne was the first ever Ring of Honor Women's Champion, which I found interesting that he would uh, mention that company since 
Tony Khan's owning and promoting it at the moment, but back uh, f- think- formerly known as Rock C. Rock C. <laughs> so R O K space C. Yeah, I like Roxanne better. Um, but yeah, Booker just being a proud father. He trained Roxy, so he's hyped up here. Also, uh, also, have to, was- also have to say, uh, me and Roxanne Perez uh, share a birthday. Which is kind of fun. So uh, that's cool. Her and I, yeah, her and I fucking... have an immediate connection uh, that I guess yeah. I'm kind of net obviously always rooting for her. <laughs> only ten years apart. I think she's only twenty one. <laughs> <so. laughs> yeah, oh, impressive. Uh, but anyways, match was good. Crowd was hot. Uh, Roxanne hits a big suicide dive underneath the middle rope. Most people go over, but. Uh, then she looks to follow up with the pop rocks on the floor, but Mandy counters, throws her into the steel steps. So Mandy's in control for a bit. Uh, she ends up hitting Kiss by the Rose, the big C trigger, but Roxy kicks out. Huge kick out. Not sure if anyone's done that yet. I don't think I don't think anyone's had. I don't think it's anyone yeah. anyone's had. Yeah, so the crowd's going wild. They're chanting Roxy, willing her on. A couple of people chanting for Mandy, but definitely majority on Perez's side uh, and it works out soon after Perez able to hit the pop rocks gets the one two three biggest win of her life new NXT women's champion and new NXT women's champion I, I, I don't like the pop rocks though I gotta say I've got to say it's uh, um, a little bit of an uh, underwhelming maneuver I think it's a bit maybe too dependent on your opponent to make it look good. Like Mandy didn't, yeah. Like, like I, don't I mean, it's yeah, uh, she could it's, use like it it's it's kind of like a standing sunset flip, I guess, or like or like a yeah. In uh, AEW, like, they call it the code red. It's the same. Exactly, you know, <laughs> like like it's 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 part of that thing with the destroyer, right? You're relying on the other dude to flat out do a fucking backflip. <laughs> Um. Yeah, but yeah, like you said, biggest win of her career, ending Mandy Rose's some four hundred and four hundred thirteen days. Wow, second for th- second only to uh, Oscar, I imagine. Well, no, she's third all time. She was three days behind Shayna Baszler. Okay, second, sorry. So. Um, uh, for for an individual reign. No, third for individual reign. Really? Huh? Yeah. Yeah, Shayna held it twice, but she still had her second reign was over. It's like four. Oh, really? Days. Okay, no. So I see. I, yeah, I, I pictured like both of them being that long, but never. Uh, God damn, God damn, couldn't even quite make it. But uh, cementing herself into the uh, into the record books. Yeah. Either way, great reign she had. Uh, big emotional celebration, Roxanne. Uh, Booker T getting emotional as well, of course, just going nuts. They're both crying. She holds the title up. Confetti. <laughs> streamers rain down. They're both crying. Uh, yeah. Great ending. I pegged her as a future champion. I mm-hmm. uh, didn't think it would happen this soon. This was all surprising to us. Uh, but then the very next day, the news comes out that this was Mandy Rose's final match in WWE. She has been released. And Bye. all the details. <laughs> yeah. Very surprising when you first see the headline and then the details come out that uh, uh, basically the reason is she has it's not an OnlyFans but it's like the same idea some fan page where you pay money for content and 
what started out as I guess just basically like bikini shots and modeling uh, got a little too hardcore for WWE's liking some nudity and I don't know it looks like she's getting more and more into it kind of becoming pornographic a bit but uh, I think that goes against their policies so I, they probably made her decide which one do you want to do and She's like, well, I'm making more money on this thing. So. Honestly, I'm making more money, and I'm not having to... F I can do it from my house, and I'm not fucking potentially injuring myself every week. Uh, yeah. I guess that's pretty much it. I saw a funny, me I I saw a funny joke was that, like, uh, it was a photo of The Rock, and it was, like, uses... What was the joke? I don't know. Pretty much it was the joke where it was like you use WWE to get a real job and then get paid way more. <laughs> I think that was pretty much the joke, but I couldn't remember what the context was. Yeah. Um, but I guess, yeah, so that was sort of the news. Now, what I had heard was that it directly uh, – one, one of the problem areas was that it um, it conflicted with their, their deal with Mattel. Of course, the company that yeah, makes they... their toys uh, sort of had probably some kind of nomenclature written in their deals where – yeah, I think so. Couldn't because, be hypersexualized um, or whatever it is, but certainly no. If fucking Manny Rose <coughs> is making way more money doing other shit, hell yeah, I yeah. love people making money. Because there are people on the roster like Natalia and Scarlett. They have OnlyFans, but there's no nudity involved. So that's probably where WWE draws the line. Or like, there's a certain a there's a certain level of scantily clad that they will take. Yeah, like lingerie is probably fine, but once the nudity comes in. Then that's I don't know. too much. I guess Mattel's like, well, I don't want kids Googling Mandy Rose and instead of our toy popping up, some tits pop up. Well, that's exactly like, it. That's exactly <laughs> it. I think that's a great, uh, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a great way yeah. to phrase it right there. And who knows? Maybe she'll do this for a couple years and then down the line have a comeback. I don't think they like left on ugly terms. It was more just like, okay, well, if you're going to do this, we can't keep you. And she's like, okay. Yeah, exactly. You didn't feel that. like it. And hey, and uh, you know, I've worked jobs where, see Mandy Rose and I are very much alike, if you can believe it. Did you know that? <laughs> sure. Mandy Rose and I are very much alike in so far where we both used to be independent. We're both independent contractors. I spent the majority of my professional life as an independent contractor and Mandy Rose as a WWE employee is the exact same. You choose yeah. how you want to make your own income and uh, she made that choice, right? I, that's that's exactly what it was. All the Yeah, I mean, I've got... I've got similar clauses in my contract, like social media and stuff. Since I work for a gaming company, uh, you know, exactly. Don't like you're probably not, it. you're probably not allowed to make a a Facebook post that says, "Yo, I love Xbox." <laughs> I mean, no, it's it's more like don't be hating on Nintendo. Like, oh, the new Pokemon sucks. It sucks. <laughs> Okay. Well, but I'm sure also if you were to post everyone buy a PS5. Uh, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't do that anyway. You would do that. But. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, but that, uh, that's exactly it. So Mandy Rose on her way out after her historic reign, getting us through not only the COVID-tude, but then into the 2.0 era, uh, doing truly, truly incredible work. Yeah, and, it is too uh, bad that hats we'll off, never. Hats off. Too bad that well we won't get that toxic attraction main roster. I well, mean, we still could. Hopefully, but. toxic attraction as it remains, as the tag team can make their own name. You know, like really yep. set themselves apart. Because who knows who the tag champions are on either roster? So yeah, and you know, Mandy Rose. Now, when if she ever does show up, she'll get that big pop. Like, oh shit, 
Here she is. The, like back. the one-off rumble pop. Exactly. Uh, if, if that is the case, more power to you. Keep doing your due. Uh, and, but, but congratulations to Roxanne Perez. I think that news has also kind of been overshadowed. The Roxanne Perez win has maybe kind of been overshadowed by the Mandy Rose departure. Uh, but let's not remove that, you know, because her and I are both Scorpios, and I need to defend her until the day I die. Yeah, and no, or she dies, whichever happens first. I'm not saying. <laughs> Hopefully, neither for a long time. But uh, yeah, she's the one I pegged as the one to beat. Yeah, Mandy, you picked. So it's you, all good. You've been picking this one early on. I think I was a bit skeptical, and you were. Uh, yeah, man, you were the man in charge there. Uh, <laughs> congratulations, but yeah, both the Mandy Rose, Roxanne Perez, everybody. Uh, great to see the future of NXT. Let's move ourselves on to the next night where winter is coming over on AEW Dynamite. AEW. All Elite. They coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. It's too sweet. The show kicking off with uh, episode ma- or match four, I guess. <laughs> episode four. I keep thinking Game of Thrones. I keep trying to make Game of Thrones jokes. Match four of the best <laughs> of seven series between Death Triangle and the Elite. Uh, the crowd now fully into singing Carry On My Wayward Son. Uh, oh, yeah. And what is turning into one of the more enjoyable entrances um, in professional wrestling right now, truly... Um, and that's even before the in-ring action where we get a lot of uh, the same. We get the same nonstop action of, as all of its uh, predecessors. But I think early on leaning into uh, Nick Jackson landing awkwardly at ringside before, mm-hmm. get, before getting treated by medical officials and eventually being taken to the back. Yeah. So three on two for a little bit here. Uh, Pentagon hits a nice fear factor on the apron to Matt Jackson. So big bump there. And then the Death Triangle all just gang up on Kenny. So he's in trouble. But then Nick comes limping back out down the ramp. uh, Gets the hot tag. Starts running wild. Uh, He knocks Pac down. And then the ref goes to check on Pac. And while he's doing that, Penta grabs the hammer. Smashes Nick right in that injured leg. Uh, Phoenix follows up with an inverted knee bar, and Nick is in agony. Pack locks Kenny in the brutalizer, so he can't help. Nick has nowhere to go. He's forced to tap out. So Death Triangle get the win, and they're now up three to one in the series. Three to one, up, uh, you know, of course, um, leaning and Ray Fenix not wanting to be a part of this, and he leaves the ring immediately after the celebration occurs. Post match uh, promo coming from Kenny Omega, uh, seemingly challenging for a no disqualification match for the next uh, for the next opportunity. So that's going to be uh, game five, as it were, is going to be no DQ, uh, freshening it up a little bit. I think it's going to be great. Yeah, and then they also announced some steps for game six and seven if needed. Uh, number six will be false count anywhere. Number seven will be a ladder match. It's not going to be a ladder match, Mike. It's going to be an Escalada de la Muerte. <laughs> My favorite match. Okay. Yeah, I guess so. We'll see if they call it that. There, oh, uh, you know they're calling it that. I think um, that was because it was for the AAA title, so they had to throw in. I, they had, they had, they had to. You know, no, I'm, I'm calling Escalade de la Muerte. All right, you're well, you're more than welcome. I'm but, calling uh, it that because you know we're going to seven. Kenny had this post-match promo, which felt very shoot. Is that just me? 
Uh, yeah, I think the promo part of it might have taken place during commercial or something. No, no, no. I don't, I don't think it, was, I don't think it was during commercial. But he kept saying... Or maybe saying, they were going to commercial. He kept saying something about time. He kept like, saying, oh, he's like, I know you're going to hear a lot know. of he talking tonight. Weird. I'm not supposed to be doing this. And I was kind of like, either this is a worker. It kind of felt like it was a shoot, but he might have been working me. Uh, because, you know, just having the opportunity to, to listen to Kenny Omega talk is, incre- is incredible. Is incredible. Um, but, of course, <laughs> after, after this, we cut to... Uh, I think it's Alex Marvarez is backstage with MJF, who delivers a fucking A plus plus promo. I'm sh- I, I I don't know if you want to recap exactly what's happening in there. Uh, this next promo that falls might have been one of the best I've ever heard. Yeah, it was basically just talking about Ricky. It's like, okay, Ricky, you had your one big moment last week. I Fuck. have those every week when I cut a promo or something along those lines. How is um, he so fucking good, man? My man. <laughs> He's the man on the mic yeah. when it comes to it. Uh, yeah, so that was a great little segment there. Uh, then the Acclaim come out, start to do their rap, but they get attacked from behind by Jay Lethal, Jeff Jarrett, and the gang, and... Jarrett breaks a guitar over Caster's head, cuts a quick promo calling him a slap nut, which we referenced in our trivia a few weeks ago on episode 200. Oh, thanks, Jeff. Thanks, <laughs> double J, double G, double E, R, double D. Uh, so he knocks him out with the guitar, and then him and Jay Lethal hold up the tag titles, but uh, that's not the program I want to see. It sort of seems like the opposite direction we wanted to be in. Yeah, I mean, why the hell... Why the hell are Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett getting a shot out of all the other teams? Why is Jeff Jarrett here? Exactly. I mean, even I'd rather have the Gun Club or 2.0 than this kind of thing. 2.0 would at least be hilarious. And Canadian. Yeah, it'd be fun. (laughs) Anyways, moving on. We got Brian Cage taking on Jungle Boy Jack Perry. And the nice uh, little man versus big man match. Everyone's rooting for Jungle Boy. Cage is just tossing him around with ease, dominating the match until Jungle Boy has his comeback, hits a big Canadian destroyer, and then locks in the snare trap. But uh, Cage's manager, Prince Nana, jumps up, distracts the ref. Cage is tapping out. So Jungle Boy lets go, th- knocks Nana off the apron, and then he rolls up Cage, gets a three count anyways. So the distraction did nothing. Nice win for Jungle Boy. Yeah, nice win. He kind of a series of a kind of a couple wins here, I think. Um, for Jungle Boy Jack Perry, I guess you know between this and the Steel Cage victory over uh, Luchasaurus. Yeah, he cuts a promo after saying, "I beat uh, the big dinosaur. I beat Brian Cage. Now, Big Bill, you're next." He wants to fight all the big guys, and then Stokely comes out to respond. Lee Moriarty runs out. Uh, big Bill, the whole firm just gang up on Jack, beat him up. Big Bill hits a big choke slam, huge choke slam, uh, and then Hook comes out to make the save, and the firm just run off. All five of them run off from this 160-pound man. But yeah, he's not that nice scary. To- <laughs> nice to see him back on TV, though. Been yes. a little while. Cr- crowd loves Hook, and uh, he's a good guy helping out Jack Perry here. He helps him up. Cool little alliance there. Yeah, why the hell not? You know, they're nice guys just being nice guys to each other. Yeah. Then we had the House of Black take on the Factory, six-man tag. Uh, Nick Camarado throws his toothpick at Julia Hart, so she sprays him in the face with the black black mist. 
More mist. And then House of Black. More mist. Yeah. They just beat the hell out of the factory uh, outside the ring. QT is the only one left standing. So, yeah, he's fucked. Malachi hits him with the spinning heel kick. Gets the quick win for his team. Yeah, it's great that um, it's great that House of Black is back. I think you know certainly. I, I I think everybody is a fan of them, and certainly every single week. I made that joke one time about uh, Julia Hart looks like every white girl. Looks like every Western girl on Halloween night, and uh-huh. I can't unsee it anymore. So, but so which means she's doing a great job. She's elic- She's uh, eliciting an emotion from me. Therefore, House of Black is doing a great job. <laughs> there you go. Uh, after that, we got Chris Jericho taking on Action Andretti, the local jobber, as it were. Yeah, jobber entrance, or, classic. We come out to Judas, uh, in my mind. Yeah, the jobber entrance. Then they put the wrong name on his card. They put Chris Jericho's name up when they showed him on his little title card. Jesus. Yeah, Chris Jericho uh, constantly reinventing himself to a new person. Yeah. Uh, so we go to the match. Andrade, Andretti's getting a few moves in, and he's got the crowd making noise for him. Uh, Jericho hits a code breaker, but Andretti kicks out. Big so kick the crowd, out. Yeah, the crowd loves it. They start chanting, jobber. Uh, he ends up surviving through a whole commercial break and then has a comeback, and he's just going on a roll. The crowd's on their feet. Hits a he little springboard a sp- on the outside off the middle rope. Yeah. yeah, big move there. He goes for a split-legged moonsault, but Jericho gets the knees up. Jericho goes for Judas effect, but Andretti ducks it. Soon after, uh, yeah, he hit that moonsault, you said. Springboard's back in the ring. Jericho catches him in the walls. Andretti manages to escape. Hits a big tornado DDT. And then a standing shooting star press. And he gets the three count. Holy shit! Wow! In in what was an incredible performance by this quote jobber? Yeah, just out of nowhere. The fans we were going fucking nuts. Chris Jericho could not believe it. I mean, this has to be the biggest upset in AEW history. Biggest upset in AEW history, Mike. Uh, this is incredible. This was incredible for a few reasons, Mike. Can I tell you? I booked this match. Can I tell you? You booked it. I booked this match, <laughs> Mike. Tell me, months Tony. ago, I had in my mind. I just you know you're you're cooking food, you're doing your thing, you're thinking just about whatever, and it came up to my mind like, what if there was some dude who no one, literally no one's ever heard of, right? Literally no one ever, no no one's ever heard of, and then. He comes up and challenges a dude in that classic jobber style, you know, no entrance music. He's just sort of there. It appears as though it's going to be a squash, but then this guy puts on like a 30-minute time limit type of banger. And we're talking (laughs) against the guys who can do that. We're talking Brian Daniels. We're talking Kenny Omega. We're talking those sorts of dudes who can, in very a la vein of Darby Allen when he took on Cody Rhodes in that time limit draw. Mm-hmm. Like, wouldn't that be sick if just like the 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 a crowd response in that moment when that is happening? And I say to myself, I'm like, yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, I'm watching this match happen, and I'm like, no way! I fucking knew this would be awesome, <laughs> and it was awesome. 
Uh, yes. it, it played out exactly like this little scenario I'd thought of in my head to get some dude over. I'm like, this is fucking awesome. This is so much fun. The crowd was in it. One of those crowds where you're like, damn, I wish I was there. To I would have been cheering right with Action Andretti. Um in the biggest and yeah. biggest uh, biggest upset in AEW history. God, possibly one of the biggest upset in professional wrestling history. Yeah, take that gender take that gender Mahal. <laughs> yeah, this is the biggest one since Leon Ruff that I can think of. Honestly, yeah, uh, these things come show. these things come along very few and you know, in this particular situation, it was just a match on television. It doesn't mean anything, but it means everything. Yeah, I think everyone in that arena thought this was just going to be a squash match, one and done. But yeah, ends up being one of the the most fun moments of the year, kind of in a way, just unexpected, just awesome. Now uh, everyone's going to know the name Action Andretti. Agreed. This was so much fun. I'm so glad that. Uh, and of course, if anybody's going to do it, it's the fucking goat. And there, I said it. There, I said it. The greatest wrestler of all time. The quote. <laughs> yeah, I won't say it, but you Chris Jericho. I, I, I'm saying it. <laughs> I mean, and being, uh, Cana- being Canadian adds a lot of uh, <laughs> adds a lot of points. Sure. Uh, yeah, amazing match, amazing moment, so much fun. Right after the show, Tony Khan announces that Action Andretti's all elite. So hopefully they can follow this up because uh, this guy's got huge momentum now. After that, you got to follow it up. Mm-hmm. You have to. Yeah. So, love it. Everything about it. Uh, Then we get our one women's match. Uh, Ty Mello taking on Ruby Soho. And uh, I guess this is her first match back since getting her nose broke. Sammy Guevara broke her fucking nose. Yeah, Sammy and Ty. So, uh, yeah, they just kind of brawl their way up the ramp. Ty hits a big hammerlock DDT on the ramp. And then back in the ring, she hits the pump kick, which I think is her finisher. But Ruby kicks out of that. And then Ruby goes on a roll, hits the no future to get the win. Just like that. And I see Ruby getting in a solid win there. Hopefully, uh, let's see a couple more. Another one, another one, another one. Yeah, something. Something. something to keep her going. Uh, but the main event, MJF defending the AEW world title and the dynamite diamond ring against ricky starks so biggest match of ricky's career here uh crowd's hot they're cheering him on mjf still has to support supporters as well despite being a heel but uh, he does everything he can to get booed during the match just fighting dirty but the crowd's doing the dueling chants let's go ricky mjf so pretty split uh yeah, they just trade momentum, near falls, crowd's loving it. They're chanting, this is awesome. Starks hits a spear, but he's selling his arm so he can't make the cover right away. And when he does, MJF kicks out, transitions right into the salt of the earth, working that injured arm. But uh, Ricky's able to make it to the ropes. MJF, or he picks up MJF for the Rochambeau. MJF escapes, he hides behind the referee. And then when Starks pulls the referee out of the way, Maxwell uses the brief moment to kick Starks in the balls and then catches Ricky with an inside cradle, holds him down for the three count. So MJF retains his title and diamond ring. Which is too bad. Well, I know. Yeah. Not too bad. I guess, like, the two are associated, so that's whatever. But, um, 
Uh, MJF, you know, the king of the not clean victory. I guess that's what we always... Uh, it seems as though all of our heel champions here over on AEW. So we have... First it was Jericho and then Kenny... And now MJF. We need these... Because Roman Reigns wins a lot without any outside shenanigans. Of course, he's yeah. he's won a lot with, but also, you know, um, he, he still continues to perform outside of that. You know, let's see MJF for the wrestler who he is. Um, wh- <coughs> who we all know that he is. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if how often uh, he's probably going to keep doing this every time, but... Eventually, you got to win clean, right? I mean, eventually. I I mean, he's pretty much still on his pace of, like, 12 matches a year. So, I mean, we won't see him, you know, he's not going to fight as much as Kenny did. He's not going to fight as much as John did, Mm -hmm. Uh, which is, I guess, part of it, you know, but. And then after the match, when MJF's going back up the ramp, Brian Danielson comes out. Yeah. Chases him. M- MJF hops the barricade, runs up the stairs into the crowd. So Brian just points at him and looks like he will be the next title challenger. And uh, he helps up Starks. They hug, end the show. Okay, over under. Okay. Yeah. Um, matches that MJF has had since January first, twenty twenty. Okay. 2020 yeah okay so it's now it's now been a full kind of two years almost okay so over under okay 45 almost three years i guess all of 2020 all okay yeah sorry sorry all of three years yeah you are correct okay ready yeah. i'm giving you 45 <laughs> i'll say under You'll say under. It is over. It is 50. But crazy, eh? Three years, he's wrestled 50 times. Um, The majority of those victories. Um, Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, and and I think that's kind of the performer that he's going to be. Yeah. So him versus Brian. I mean, I don't want Brian to lose another title shot, but it's probably too soon for MJF to win. Or to lose his title, so I don't know what to do about this. Yeah, I don't know what to do. I mean, God, CM Punk screwed up so many things for everybody. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll see. It's too far ahead to, to save that for pay-per-view, so maybe that'll be like New Year's Smash or something. New Year's Smash know. is probably the next big show they're pumping towards. You know, they'll get there eventually. Uh, that was Dynamite. That was the show. We have time for one more thing. We have to bring you our Wrestler of the Week. It's the Wrestler of the Week. Of the Week. Wrestler of the Week. Of the Week. Of the Week. Wrestler of the Week. Of the Week. Of the Week. Wrestler of the Week. Of the Week. Of the Week. Wrestler of the Week. Uh, Mike, I think just because of the circumstances regarding so, um, I think I have to give an action Andretti this moment. Uh, you know, championship, th- it was honestly between this guy and Roxanne Perez. It honestly was, but I think championships come and go. But a true upset, a truly career defining, generation defining upset. Uh, I don't think I can look past it. Action Andretti, tweet. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, wrestler, <laughs> wrestler of the week. 
Yeah, well deserved. Uh, I'm going to give it, though, to the Briscoes. I watched that match. Check it out if you can. It was, yeah, it was amazing. Just a bloody, crazy brawl. They finally beat FTR. They're not allowed on AEW TV, so you're not going to be able to see them much. And why, but, and why is that? Um, <laughs> is there, a, like, a contractually or something? Um, no, I mean, Warner Brothers doesn't want them. Apparently, one of them made some homophobic remarks in the past. Uh, so they're like, I uh, yeah, I, I, I either way. I understand. Yeah. yeah, I get it. But the match itself was amazing. Match of the year contender. The Briscoes. I'll give it to them. Congratulations, the Briscoes, Action Andretti. Uh, check out that pay-per-view. That is all the time that we have for the show. Thanks for listening. Rate and subscribe show uh, everywhere. We are everywhere. We'll be back. Um, coming up, uh, only a few wrestling shows to go before the premier wrestling event of the year, the Shooties. You're not going to want to miss it. Uh, get all of your votes and tabulations in now. It's uh, it's one of the best shows of the year. We just um, we have our Shootie Awards. We reminisce on all that was. I uh, I can't wait. Yeah, always a great time. So until then. That's all we got. That's all we got, Mike. You take care of yourself. All right. Bye.